Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, uh, welcome to Guest Day, uh, Guest Thursday, and uh, we're really excited. Two special, very special guests uh, for me. We got Joshua and Aiden, uh, who is our grand, grandchildren uh, who live near us, but they're on their way to Texas, which they're sure about a little bit. Uh, Joshua, uh, in the Baylor shirt, is a senior uh, in high school, and Aiden uh, is a sophomore in high school. They've been going to Valor High School here in Colorado and about ready to uh, go down to Dallas, where you go to uh, is it what Trinity 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 uh, Christian Academy. Uh, so we're really happy to uh, have them join us today and share uh, as we've discussed about abiding in God's will. Uh, they've really learned it uh, and live it out. So it'll be fun to hear what they have to say about that. Absolutely, I'll say selfishly, I've been really looking forward to this one, maybe more than any of the other guests. Don't tell everyone else, but. Um, just to be able to get a little glimpse into what it's like to be uh, the grandkids of Rich and Linda. I can't imagine Linda as a grandma, uh, just how much fun that must be. So we'll want to hear some stories at some point too. Yeah. But um, first of all, I just want to say thanks for joining us because I think this um, this particular guest slot is so important because you guys have the opportunity to speak into the next generation and um, to really show them what living out abiding is like and to be able to speak into people your own ages at this is going to be amazing for people to hear and see. So thanks for being willing to come on and share. I'm excited to hear from you. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, so let's start with um, uh, Joshua, we'll start with you. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, how old you are, what you've been doing um, and uh, what what's going on with your life at the moment? Then we'll come back and talk about uh, your your Christian history. But just kind of introduce yourself and yeah. By well, the way, Rich does talk about you guys on here all the time. Yeah. So a few of your stories may have been heard already. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> cool. So yeah, I'm 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 Joshua. Um, I'm 17. I uh, I did go to Valor for three years, and uh, before that went to uh, Christian middle school as well, and kind of just grew up. Um, learning about Christ and you know having uh, my grandfather and grandmother in the, you know my life and kind of that stronghold influence of you know how to be a Christian how to live out um, the kingdom of God and you know working through you know God's will and what he wants in my life as well as what I can do for other people yep. as well what, awesome. uh, what kind of things um do you tend to be interested in what what have you gotten involved in and excited about uh in your life what what are the activities in your life that you've gotten excited about yeah so um i kind of i like i like leading things i like kind of being involved in a lot of community activity things and so um you know i've led a couple bible studies in the past um with other kids and um of course i've i've had help doing that but um kind of just being 
a role player in teaching people what I've learned and what God's given to me as well as receiving from them as well. And, um, you know, through middle school, you know, like I said, I did Bible studies. I, you know, we did, led the school in all this, like, you know, Christian activities, which was really, really fun, really enjoyable. Um, and then at Valor, you know, just kind of, it kind of just being a different in, in, a, in, in a sort of way. Because everyone likes to, everyone I feel like my age likes to blend in and likes to mix with the crowd. And so, you know, being able to be different and, you know, in a good way to where you are helping people and mm -hmm. bringing joy to them, you know, it really sets you apart. Yeah. And sort of. Tell us about your um, uh, interest in music. I know you were in conservatory and uh, you've been interested in uh, uh, the military uh, and possibly even considering going to the academy. Uh, what about those things that, that attracted you uh, to uh, you know, touch your heart that you really enjoy these, these kind of things. Yeah. And flying. I want to hear about the flying yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Fly, he flies over our house. Uh, fortunately he, he hasn't learned how to drop bombs yet. So, uh, so we're, we're, we're still good. Yeah. So, um, I've, I've grown up playing, playing guitar. Um, this year I kind of switched from electric to acoustic and I just oh, awesome. learning different. My middle guy plays guitar too. Caleb yeah. does. Yeah. Go ahead. So I just learning different techniques and learning, you know, country rock, you know, eighties, you know, a little bit of sting, a little bit of, a little bit of everything, you know. I played a little uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers with Aiden. So, nice, you know, nice. We, we Hotel Linda, Linda, Linda likes the uh, Eagles Hotel California, which Joshua can play that solo. So she loves that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that that took a while to learn. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> um, but but no, it was good. Um I was in a band for a couple of years and you know, we had a lot of fun doing that and stuff like that. Um Do you and your brother ever play together? Yeah. Because yeah. he's a drummer, yeah, right? Do you guys do that? Yeah. Yeah. We would have family jam sessions. My oldest uh plays the keys and my middle plays guitar and I used to sing loosely, so uh we would we would have family jam sessions and Dan and Anna can't carry a note in a bucket. And so they would watch and, you know, sing fa, you know. <laughs> All right, yeah. That's awesome. Um so yeah, and um just kind of going to the military aspect, uh you know, I I grew up, oh, I, I believe personally that, you know, everyone is called to serve in some sort of way, um, not in the military, but, you know, just in, in some sort of way of life. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, being gifted, like, tactically and more strategically thinking-wise, you know, mm -hmm. I I kind of feel like I've been kind of led to, led to the military and led to serve and fight for our freedom and liberty. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And um, uh, locally, you got, uh, didn't you get active in a uh, uh, kind of a, a police training uh, yeah. scenario? Tell us a little bit about that. that yeah. Was so I was part of uh, Douglas County Explorers. So it was, it was run through um, uh, the police force down in Castle Rock. And what we would do is we'd meet, um, you know, a couple times every month and we would do training exercises we would do mm -hmm. um kind of all this all this different stuff where um 
most of it was military like SWAT tactic training. Mm -hmm. Um, others of it, and then when we actually would go out and serve people, we would do like, um, it'd be like little stuff, but like just helping out the community and helping with the people. We'd set up like barbecues, we'd set up, um, you know, events for uh, different organizations, and uh, we would just be able to help people out and you know have a good time doing that. Um, I think one of my one of my biggest like. I wouldn't say accomplishments, but one of my biggest like, you know, things through that uh, program was we went down to, or sorry, we went up to Boulder um, for the fallen police officer a couple months ago. Yep. Oh, nice. Um, and we got to just help direct traffic and work with the other Explorer teams. And um, yeah, I unfortunately, I had to leave them because of moving. And so they actually, they did an op in a, uh, I think it was Arizona uh, a couple of days ago, actually, where they they took a couple of places in certain events and competed against other explorers. Oh, nice! Teams. Did you ever go yeah. on a, uh, a patrol and have to arrest anybody? Or uh... no, no, we uh, <laughs> we we have we have that in the program, but because of COVID and all of that stuff, mm. they we weren't when I was in it, we weren't allowed to do that. Now, luckily, we we can do that, which is great. I just I, I'm not in the program anymore, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So I cool. hear in you as you describe, you have such a servant's heart. Clearly, a, a gift of of being a servant. Is that something that you have seen God grow and develop in you? Is that just been from the get go? What do you think? You know, how did that grow in you? Yeah, um, part of that part of that was from uh, school. Uh, most of it was from you know, my grandparents and their influence in my life. And mm. yeah, I just um, definitely, definitely grew in me. Um, I was not always very, you know, compassionate towards others, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I- Your brother's nodding in agreement there. He may have a story to tell. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Yeah, and we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, his abiding, but uh, Joshua particularly is, um, uh, has a strength of uh, speaking the truth uh, uh, in, a, in a healthy way, but not being afraid of, of the resistance or the opposition of that, that he's willing to stand on the truth. And we'll, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And so it's an interesting, both of them have this interesting servant heart, but at the same time, a confidence mm -hmm. and a boldness. So it's an interesting, interesting yeah. thing that they have together. So it's a servant isn't, well, whatever anybody wants to do is fine. They, they, they'll speak up, you know, and we'll, and we'll talk about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. When you see those are like the perfect complimentary gifts. I mean, obviously God knows what he's doing, but um, the perfect complimentary gifts because that servant heart and coming from a place of genuine compassion is what opens the doors and makes people's hearts soft to the boldness of the truth. That's well. right. It's really interesting. Uh, well, Aiden, uh, tell yeah. us about, about you. Uh, uh, how old are you? What are you doing? Uh, what are your interests? That kind of thing. All right. So um, I'm 15. So I'm two years younger than Josh here, but uh, I attended Valor for one year, just my freshman year, and uh, the same Christian high school as he did. But um, overall, it's just been a great, you know, couple of years, kind of developing our faith at Valor and just kind of working out a relationship with God, especially during. I know we'll talk about our move soon, but just during this whole thing, I think it's been 
very beneficial to be at Valor and to be uh, around Rich and Linda and just uh, having them to grow our faith and really seeing them live out the way that God wants someone to kind of walk the walk. So mm -hmm. that's been pretty great to see. But um, as far as I go, I uh, am just in athletics right now. I play tennis and then I used to play lacrosse. And then, um, yeah, like, like Josh said, we're both interested in uh, Baylor and SMU A&M, a lot of Texas schools, a lot of stuff down there. So we're pretty excited for that. And then I'm, I'm sort of considering military, but, uh, you know, not as close as much to Joshua's, but mm -hmm. yeah. So I, uh, I love tennis. I love drumming. I'm dry instruments. So I play drums, bass, and guitar. And then, yeah, we just, we have fun jamming out together. We, well, we used to, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's been, it's been pretty cool using those talents for God and just using them to worship and just for fun honestly it's it's pretty great yeah. just to do so how did have you either uh, of you been in oh i'm sorry no, go ahead, I was just saying, have either of you been involved in like a worship band at, at your school yeah. or anything like that so we both did we both did worship band at nice. valor and great great organized really cool beneficial it's a great experience mm -hmm. yeah school. But yeah we did love uh, it how did you uh, uh become a drummer this man right here. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, I'm a dr I'm a drummer, so he, uh, he's, he, was, he always had a, a a you could see early a bent you know to rhythm, and uh -huh. want, wanting to uh, do things with you know with uh, hitting things. Yeah, the couch. Uh, so uh, <laughs> he uh, you know hey do you want to be be a drummer yeah I really would and so how did how did you become a drummer? Well, I had always you know I liked. Like you said, I liked rhythm, and I liked would listen to Michael W. Smith and watch watch it, one of his live performances. Same one every time. Not a different one, just the same one every time. <laughs> and, you know, there was a really cool intro to her song that I just, there's videos of me on the couch where I'm just going like this and slapping the it. couch as hard as I can. And, you know, there's, what was I, maybe four or five, so... It's as good as a four or five year old would get at that, so you can imagine. <laughs> but you know, he started years go on. He starts talking to me more about drums, and you know, he bought me first kit, and I uh, I just started started playing it, and you know, I started taking it really, really seriously about like three or four years ago. So I've been in I've been in uh, lessons and sessions with different bands you know my age adult wise and been with a pretty great uh instructor one of the top in colorado who's in a big endorser for a lot of big companies for nice. about two years now so yeah yeah but he was the one who influenced me to do it so credit to you so that was it, it's cool to just kind of get to talk to you all the time about that yeah and what <laughs> and what did, what did you have to learn first rudiments rudiments <laughs> Yeah, rudiments, <laughs> the alphabet of drumming. So we uh, <laughs> uh, uh, taught him. We we would spend time, and I teach him all the rudiments. Um, he learned them all, and then he'd have to practice them and get up to speed before he could play a song. Um, and then once he got those down, then he got this professional teacher to teach him how to read music. And 
so you would, if you could listen to them, both of them, uh, they would be equivalent. If you didn't know that they were teenagers, you would say, well, they're in a professional band. They're professionals. Mm. They're that good uh, at what they do. Uh, both of them are, are tremendous. And it's really fun to see them develop that uh, talent and skill and that they use it for worship because mm-hmm. uh, they both are on the worship team and going. they'll talk about their new school, but they've already been selected, you know, basically through a uh, having to send a video. But they're both on the worship team at the new school in, in Dallas, oh, new high school great. in Dallas. So, Excellent. So oh, that's of, nice. The place to already start fitting in. Too, yeah. You know, uh, uh, well, tell us, Aiden, um, tell us your story a little bit about how you wound up in tennis. Uh, Aiden was, uh, has been all of his young uh, 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 school life up until junior high school uh, was a professional, not a professional, but a football player. Uh, quarterback and that was that was really your heart you really wanted to do that what happened that God moved you to a different thing and how did you how did you get into that so this was kind of my first um, real like faith experience that I actually started because you know you can only go as a middle schooler or as an elementary schooler so deep into God that you're you're an elementary schooler. you're you're little you're worried about other things. So mm-hmm. for me, that was just, you know, my heart was football. He, you know, again, he just, we lived, breathed football. I would, you know, when I was little, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, ask me a question about football and, you know, him too. And I, I just love football. I still do. It's, it was absolutely my heart. I, you know, love playing it. So I got on you know, maybe this is my third year playing. I got on a team, and the first year, I just kind of hit the ground running, and it was awesome. And I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do, and I love this, but I was young and sort of naive. But, you know, second year (laughs) comes, and another good year. So my third year, there was, you know, we're just kind of practicing out, and... You know, I'm I'm ready for another, you know, hopefully a good year so I can prepare for Valor football, which is, you know, upper scale football team, mm-hmm. super skilled. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. yeah. So I'm getting ready for this, you know, football team that I potentially want to be on and then take it further. Big dreams with this. But I uh, quickly into that season got injured, broke three ribs and uh was close to puncturing a lung and fractured Oof. fractured uh the scale line right down so they said you know all right you're obviously done for the season but you might have to be done forever so i'm like that's not true i'm just gonna come back <laughs> whatever so you know that that kind of happened and I, I kept going to those practices and I kept going to that same field and just kind of, you know, this is where I, I was in eighth grade. So this is where I was starting to get serious about God and get serious more about life and a better understanding for things. So, you know, I was like, you know, God, why I love football. Like, you know, this is the one thing that kind of keeps me 
out of drama almost like anxiety mm-hmm. drama and you know i just i never played again doctors were just like all right if you you know because if relatively the same thing happens then that's where lung puncturing and severe other stuff could happen so we weren't willing to risk it but you know thank god that it happened because i started in my downtime i just picked up a tennis racket with my best friend who <laughs> who is not a tennis player he's a baseball player but you know <laughs> me and him both we lived next to him for a lot of years and we just picked up tennis rackets because it was the one sport i could you know play while being safe and it was just summer with him and our friend hanging out every day going to the tennis court so we started hitting 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 and hitting more and i just started loving it and it was you know i started being like oh i could do this for fun picked up golf quit golf but i always stuck with you know tennis Mm-hmm. ended up getting super serious about it grinded for two summers and now i you know first year made varsity valor tennis so now i want to now i it's it's cool to kind of see that come full circle because i really mm-hmm. really have a heart for tennis now kind of like my heart for football i see oh that's i see awesome. that kind of come around and the purpose of why so that was kind of my first experience with god being staying faithful to god i would say mm-hmm. and trust that's cool what you described there even reminds me uh this is the teacher in me it'll come out every now and then but um there's you'll know, typically in a faith journey a lot of times if you've become a christian at a young age um sixth to eighth grade is this crisis of faith time where you're deciding if your faith is because you believe what you say but you believe because your parents or your grandparents do or is it your own do you own it And it sounds like he used, and usually he does, use something we truly love to bring us to that crisis of faith. And he used football, in this case, and an injury in it to let you own your faith and begin to take off on your own. And so that's really cool to hear. And I'm just encouraging parents out there, too. A little side note, if you have kids in that sixth to eighth grade age frame, that's a time for them to wrestle out their faith have people around them that will lead them back to the feet of God as they wrestle. That's one of the most important things you can do as a parent. So go ahead. Yep. (laughs) Uh, And as uh, both of you uh, can talk about this, uh, you know, the one thing that you've uh, seen and we've seen it too, is that, uh, yeah, there's Christians that, that kids that wind up in school, uh, but they're, they're not, uh, understanding the truth of scripture and how to walk with mm-hmm. God. So they call themselves Christians, but they act like the world. Um, and there's a difference when you, in you two, uh, cause you, you learned how to walk with God. So mm-hmm. describe that to us. Uh, what does that mean to you? Uh, walk with God, hear God's voice, abide, uh, have him guide you and lead you. Uh, what has happened in your life that you are in a different place? And then we can talk about what that means uh, to your your life. But how, how did that happen? What does that look like for you guys? I think, you know, kind of like you said, there's, you know, at least the, the people that I've seen at Valor and kind of just talk to and get to know, you know, they, they're, they're two different people. They're, there's one side where it's, you know, a good Christian person that they put on and they go to school and they, you know, 
live out you know their daily routine of you know yeah i'm good yeah i'm a christian yeah i worship mm -hmm. god and then you know you get to a friday night you get to a weekend and they're drinking they're partying they're having sex and you're just like whoa like mm -hmm. you know that you two different people you're like mm -hmm. and then it makes you compromise who is that person and you just use all these complications and drama and all this other stuff comes up um you know kind of in my in my sort of way i i try and stay the same person you know it's hard mm. it's definitely it's the hardest thing you know teenagers can do you know these days because you know you have your friends you have you know boyfriend girlfriend you have your parents you have all these all these other people that you know you are you're different around you know you mm -hmm. act different around and you know for for me and for the people that i like to hang out with i like to hang out with people that are they're solid they're you know one yeah. person all the way around and it's it's still it's all it's a really hard thing to do you know it's insanely hard you know you go you go play tennis or you go play baseball or you know you go play sports and your mindset's different than you know worshiping god or you know in chapel and so i i get that you know it's it's a lot different um but still having your your morals and your principles and your values all centered around christ and all centered around you know at least knowing what you believe in because the other thing mm -hmm. is is kids these days they don't know what they believe and so they're just right. they're just grabbing whatever they can you know anywhere they can find it and mm -hmm. it it makes it yes it makes them think but and it gives them different perspectives but it also it compromises who they are and you know it's it's why many kids our age you know they they have anxiety they have depression is because they don't know who they are and they don't know where to put their values and their trust in how mm -hmm. did you um um how did you develop uh what you do believe and some of the uh principles of that that have made you be able to live a uh, i guess you 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 describe it a uh, a single integrated life you're not different you're just you're just uh, a a child of god and you're living that out how did what happened uh, that you developed that kind of just i don't know seeing just watching other people live out their lives and kind of just being like i i don't want that for myself but i want to be just i just want to be who i am like whoever God mm -hmm. made me to be, that's that's who I am. And you know, if if you sorry, if you don't like it, you can you can keep walking because there eventually there will be someone that does. And mm -hmm. you know, finding those people and finding the people that actually you know like you for the person that you are, um, you know, really makes a difference. But then you know, being with the shallow and being with people that you know just don't care and they're mm -hmm. you know where they if they have to make you or if you have to change who you are for them then they aren't worth your time yeah that's kind of been my mindset with that yeah you know um, and that that still doesn't mean don't don't love them don't talk to them but it, it just it just means don't you know put your value into them yeah and what you're describing there really is it sounds like a place that god has brought you to um a confidence in your identity in him yeah 
And I think that's that's a solid place to work from, but that's a, a struggle for a lot of people. And gosh, especially y'all's age, yeah. um, where there's so many different things pulling for your approval to be able to focus down and say, you know what? No, I am living for the approval of God alone and who he says I am, I am, and I'm going to do it. That's bold and that's awesome. And that's Holy Spirit powered. And I admire that. Um, I think that's a great example to other people and and just you know, walking worthy like that. Yeah. Uh, Aiden, what's your perspective on that in terms of how you live it out? Um, really for me, I mean, me and you were fundamentally different in a lot of ways. I think our core values and beliefs have always pretty much been the same. But we were, uh, you know, in middle school, I was kind of just floating and, almost a people pleaser but just kind of like ooh you know I'll do I'll I'll be like this for you and I'll be like this for you and you know you were always you're always the same you're super black and white and it's <laughs> you know I'll explain how I flipped the switch in a second but you know we you know like you said in the beginning you're very strategic very kind of back off analyze and see the picture and go and you know that's how you kind of work with friends for me it was you know especially in sports i'm kind of just like attack take charge <laughs> take over and go and you do it quickly and efficiently but you know so we're a little we're still a little different in that way but it's cool that we're so close you know with that kind of different thinking uh method but um when i got to when i got to high school I, and I think you can vouch for it, this, I flipped a switch. I became, you know, and I love it, I became, you know, instantly more selective, instantly more black and white, instantly more like, this is, you know, who I am, this is how I'm going to act, and if you don't like it, then don't talk to me. You know, and that sounds a little harsh, but, you know, it's it really is kind of like that. So, you know, I... I found a great group of friends this year because of that and you know I I kind of realized people you know in our grade or people in this generation who are kind of like you said wanting to mix in with the crowd there's less pressure there's you know more people who you're just kind of everyone fr friends with everyone but you never with see with us you know what you're going to get you know, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to walk in, you know, we're going to tell you what we think and you know, we're going to be just ourselves. Honest. Too. Honest. Yeah. We are, there's times where we are painfully honest. There's times where we are <laughs> dishonest. So you know what you're going to get with us. You know what you're going to get with people who are kind of similar to that, but it's, it's been good just kind of seeing, especially in high school. Cause when you get there you really kind of can gauge there's this crowd and there's this crowd like you said. but i think also with aiden you know this year i've seen him pick up discernment a lot of it mm. and kind oh, of just good. you know giving giving people a chance but you know at the end of the day being like this this relationship isn't isn't going to benefit me um if i put everything in it and mm -hmm. You know, still still having care for other people, but being also having care for yourself. 
And then mm -hmm. it, you know, a lot of, I know I, I've had a couple of friends where they're just like, well, that's, that's selfish. And personally, it, it, I don't think it is. I think, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to have to be fake to someone, then that's more selfish than, you know, saying, you know, look, I'm here to support you any day of the week, but I will not support what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so well, let's, let's talk about that a second. Um, we know it's based on truth. Uh, how have you, Kathy and I have been teaching uh, through our podcast uh, about what we call abiding, uh, journaling, hearing God's voice, walking with God, uh, living out truth. Um, describe that, each of you describe that. Of what does that look like to you? Uh, abiding, being in the word, hearing God's voice, making decisions, and then we'll talk about uh, your ability to stand on that truth, uh, which is an interesting place of you both, and you both have learned us, I think, really well, is you're not living in judgment, but you're living in discernment, and you're not willing to compromise the truth. Mm -hmm. And that's an interesting place, particularly for a teenager right. uh, that's, that's faced with so many compromises mm -hmm. to fit in. Uh, and that's really what you're trying to get to, Joshua. So each of you talk a little bit about that. For for me, abiding you know, every day, what I would used to say would be, you know, getting in the Word every day or opening your Bible every day. I really can't say that right now because, you know, they're in the school year. You are on crunch time. You are on... You know, there's there's so many factors that it's like you know the sometimes the Bible would not be touched, but it's been great because you know, now that we are at your guys's house and we have free time, that that's been able to be picked up again. But um, I would really say the most important and crazy, just amazing thing for me would be like just almost it's almost the skill of like prayer and almost the you know. Praying frequently is like probably the greatest thing, you know, mm. that we've done because, you know, we've been just in the day, even if it's, you know, a few seconds long, that's you're talking to God, you're talking, you're communicating with God. So uh, I think being in the, the Word and reading, physically reading the Bible is so important too. And I think that you get verses and because really what we have to kind of decide first before what I had to decide first when I was going to start to do that was like, is the Bible credible? Do yeah. I believe <laughs> right. everything is true in this book? Yes. So, you know, it wasn't like a deep dive search or anything, but like it was, it was, you know, it was that kind of strength and faith journey. When I started to see kind of tennis pan out, I was like, all right, this is my journey. So you find you find verses and you already know they're true and you already know that it's God saying them it's the one who loves you saying them it's your keeper saying them it's your father saying them and it's like you talking to me i know you're going to you you want the best for me and you want you, know, you too and everyone who wants the best for you who you know you know you're going to you're going to want to know what they say and you're going to want to listen to what they say so it's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of mm -hmm. like just information or just comfort that you can find that you know is true. 
Uh, what how what role does uh, journaling has journaling paid in that when you've actually written things about what you're learning, hearing, and uh, understanding? So, journaling has been actually big for me recently because you know when I when we were both I don't know about you but when we were littler, my mom would push writing and you know, I always was like, stop talking. Like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, write your thoughts down, right? And I didn't want to hear it because I just thought, you know, I can think in my head and I'll remember thoughts. <laughs> and for a lot of people, like, that's a great method of it. And But for me, I think the importance of journaling is, you know, even writing dates to know, like, I, I can look back on the, these journals and these daily things and I... I remember going through that and then you can look at you know 50 pages forward and 50 days forward and now you're you know in a different spot in life and now you're okay I see how God worked that out and I see how I abided and I got this verse you write that verse down you see how that verse played out I think it's super important just to physically get your thoughts out on a paper or you know, in a phone or whatever your unique method is, but I I uh, I recently realized the importance of that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. How about you, Joshua? How's that's that awesome. whole How's that whole abiding? Uh, how have you developed that? What does it look like for you? Yeah, so kind of kind of like what Aiden said, you know, just growing up, kind of just being in a in a mindset of you know the importance of reading your Bible and kind of you know, praying to God as well, but mostly for me, it's just, it's keeping in the, the mindset of, you know, where God wants me to be, and what, you know, kind of what God wants me to do, but, you know, the importance for me of at least reading the Bible is, you know, hearing, like, you know what his voice is, you know, you can, mm -hmm. kind of like how dogs can know the voice of their owner, it's kind of the same, same, you know method where if you don't if you're not in the word then how can you know what god is where god is leading you to or what he wants you to do um and so you know for me it's 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 hard it's you know like in said we there's a ton of distractions there's a ton of you know where your schedule is busy for a short time and then it's like calm and then it's busy and then it's calm and so <laughs> you're just you're like well do I do it at night do I do it in the morning you know like and you're you know there's there's you try and set aside time and then somehow that time just is gone <laughs> and so e even for me just like being able to you know just talk to God in the car or just be like just set some time where I'm just like I just need to kind of listen and just mm -hmm. you know hear what you know kind of what I'm feeling what God's telling me and and then writing that down too where you know for me it's it's more going back and seeing you know here here's what I was feeling here's what was happening and here's what I was praying and then how did God use that how did God play out through that and mm -hmm. you know like in like in you know football story where you know full circle he came back around and you know, actually found something that he not only is insanely good at, but actually really enjoys and really loves, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, journaling that kind of experiences and those kind of stories really um, help out. 
Um, the other thing is too is kind of kind of being in the mindset of, you know, you're not going to be perfect all the time. You're not going to, you know, be able to stay a constant, steady relationship with God all the time. For me, that's that's my goal. That's the you know, you know, try and you know, stay with God. You know, just every day, keeping a pattern, keeping a rhythm, and um you know but that's that's insanely hard to do and so like this this past year you know there was a time where i was insanely fruitful and i was you know i was in the study of you know trusting god and you know just learning you know how to do that you know what is necessary to do that and how to execute that but then after that was kind of done i was kind of just sitting there just like now what like you know what's what's next and so i i was talking to one of my uh bible teachers um who he's been incredible influence in my life and he was just like you know you're you he gave an analogy of like a, a plant where you know mm-hmm. it you know you have the springtime where you're you're giving fruit and then winter comes along and you're you're dormant and you know that doesn't mean don't stop receiving from God or don't stop talking to God, but it just means now instead of receiving, kind of reflect on what you've learned and use that. Mm. So that's that's kind of my that's what I've been going through at least this past year. So. I encourage. I really like that. I I encourage, um, really everyone, of all age groups and all generations to find an outlet to doesn't even have to be getting quiet you know for most people it is but it just find an outlet whether it's an athletic outlet like for me it's tennis or racing or like you know find an outlet i i literally think for you it's driving in your car just drive west in your car you, you hit the mountains and you know there's also fishing and you you have a lot of you have outlets so find an athletic outlet find a relaxing saying outlet just to channel like everything because when i you know i'll get in a rough place with circumstances or something some things will happen and it'll just or it'll be a rough day and i'll play tennis and i'll instantly just you just kind of go into this different mode of like things are we're fine i get to do this i get to you know it's it's a it's a great advocate to have when you have a something to kind of channel that, so yep. I definitely encourage everyone to find their own personal just and uh, also giving thing. giving glory to God through that. Yeah, and you, you, know. you know, giving glory to God through you know tennis is huge, drums, mm-hmm. guitar, mm-hmm. playing worship. That's that's directly like proportional to you know what we're trying to like get across here, but just also yeah exactly kind of glorify god through what you do and as you as you have described you're abiding walking with god uh, pro, uh you know having doing life with god um what do you think how has it uh that you have been able to understand truth uh stand on truth not compromise in your own decision making which you're which you're tempted all the time to hey by the way go do something uh, that isn't of God, uh, and I'm sure the pressures are high in in high school. Uh, so you, 
how do you stand on the truth for yourself? And then how are you able to actually speak it to other people who may not necessarily receive that truth? Well, we all fall short. Is all I, that's just the basic short answer that I can give to that. But um, no one's ever going to be perfect. And it's almost like a thank you, God, that I'm not perfect. Because if, <laughs> if I was perfect, then I think people look for, when you're looking for friends, you look for people who are relatable. But to stand on truth, I would say, knowing that God is a forgiving God, and, you know, it's been good to have an early picture that from you and from also you just of you know who god is and that god is not an angry god god is a forgiving and loving fatherly figure that we can run to and we can open arms kind of embrace you know which is also cool which i kind of relate back to the outlet thing where we can get closer to god through all that but to stand on truth i would just say having that picture of god is huge just to know that he loves you and know that it's he's a god of goodness and that he's he's gonna he's gonna make this move good for us. He's gonna you know, it's not just gonna be, well, I'm gonna put you here so that you can go to college here, I'm gonna put you here so that you can, you know, make this friend and have everyone else just be like, Well, why are we here? He's gonna make he has a plan for everyone, he has a plan for you, he has a plan for really just everyone kind of it, it's cool how it kind of like interwebs it's just it's a, it's a god of geniusness that's all i can say mm -hmm. yeah that's just my brief i think answer. i think kind of just going off of that like you know aiden and i were you know we're we're moving in tomorrow actually so you know oh, wow we're you know we're basically we're just we're not dropping everything, but we're, you know, we're going on to a new chapter, a new, you know, a part of life where, you know, we're the, de the dependency, you know, is either it's either going to get higher or it's either going to get lower based on how we mm -hmm. what our mindset is. And, you know, for us, you know, going into a new school, absolutely knowing nobody, you know, it, it could be it could be challenging and it could be scary. Or I know I've I've felt that a little bit the past you know month and you know saying goodbye to the people that we have here and still knowing that we're gonna see them but just knowing that they're no longer we're, we're not able to stand on that it's it's a little it's a little challenging and so what we what he and I kind of have to fall back on and you know it's it's our choice whether we do it or not but you know it what we have to fall back on is our confidence and our who we are and so mm -hmm. knowing kind of who we are in christ and knowing at the end of the day you know whether whether we make 50 friends down there whether we make one friend whether we make none of them you know at the end of the day knowing that god still loves us and god still has a plan for us mm -hmm. you know that doesn't mean it's it's not going to be challenging but it's knowing that he has a plan and knowing that he is taking care of us as well as you know having this guy right next to me all the time you know <laughs> it 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 brings a sense of relief to you know my life and 
you know, just yeah. And as you as you make these decisions, as you have made them, and as you're going to make them, uh, what do you understand about God's truth that gives you the strength to not compromise? I know that at the end of the day, like the being able to stand on truth and being able to have patience through that, you know, brings. It, it just it ends up better in the long run. Yeah, <laughs> way better in the long run, and you know it, it spares you from a lot of grief, a lot of anxiety, um, you know, and kind of just leaves you better relief. You know, in my opinion, I think that's a rough and that's a hard end question. That's a whole conversation. That's a whole nother hour. <laughs> but um identity. Mm-hmm. Kind of like we said earlier, you know, it was actually it was pretty crazy to see, you know, I think this kinda happened for both of us, but you know, I was when I you know, it kinda came out that we were moving or kinda with semi close friends, it's you don't realize how much you have until you really really lose everything and the people who you know more not like my closest people but people who were there for a whole year of your life who realize that you're not going to be physically there to really give them anything drop off you never hear from them again and that's why i think it's so important to be black and white with people or real with people and so like this is me and this is who i am because the people you you'll know who's gonna stick with you through anything and i have you know you of all people but i've always had you you're it's you're my best friend so it's always been nice but <laughs> i have you know i have four people i had you know it's this kind of wide net that gets close to these are you know these interlocked just people who are are gonna stick with me and who well, I know what I'm going to get with them. They know what we're going to get with me. And because of that, we have the strongest relationship. Yep. Yeah, it's been, uh, like Aiden said, we could uh, uh, go off in a whole new hour yeah. just to talk about uh, their uh, strength and their confidence and truth. And as you and I have said, Kathy, you know, God's will is best and none better. Yes. In uh, his covenant, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And they're going through it right uh firsthand because uh they're walking into the unknown mm-hmm. uh leaving leaving tomorrow uh so Linda and I are uh a little bit uh you know have us uh a heart of loss and and then of course we're going to work work on God okay what would you have us do to continue our mm-hmm. fantastic relationship and the joy that we have to be with them and they with us so that'll be that'll be fun to do uh, and uh that maybe we'll have them back on and maybe talk specifically about this aspect of uh, maybe even after you go are there for a little while, uh, what happened, how did you process the truth, stay mm-hmm. true to who you are. And, and I love what you said there, identity. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you're God's uh, and God knows. And, you know, why don't we just exactly. follow, follow him? And they've they've really understood that. Um, and I could verify uh they they speak the truth um mm-hmm. and aren't afraid to challenge people with the truth uh because that's what they're learning in in uh, scripture so it's really fun well 
we're at our end of our time and we'd love to. Okay. No, 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 no. Before you cut us off, I at least have to hear one something, a funny favorite moment, something from Oma and Opa here. (laughs) What's a favorite something that you can share with us? (laughs) Um, Humorous wise. I think Oma going into the McDonald's line was probably so she uh <laughs> she went into the drive-through of McDonald's and people like um, I think people do this as like pranks but she is not <laughs> joking. She went into the drive-through of McDonald's and she asked for directions to Wendy's <laughs> to the she, you know, and the person would not tell her and you know i think she got pretty uh peeved but so that's just that's oma for you by the way and you know walking into she we were at a very nice dinner one night and she walked into a glass she walked into this giant glass panel so that's that's oma and then that that's the hardest i've seen you laugh ever yeah so yeah there's something that's awesome. I was going to do the glass. <laughs> uh, awesome. Okay. So, and one other thing, if you were to sum up in like one word, which would be hard to do, but the, one of the most important things you learned from, from Oma and one of the most important things you learned from Opa. Joy. Joy from Oma, Oma and wisdom from. I like it. The fastest answer like I've it. ever had. <laughs> That's so awesome. Joy. It's such a privilege to get to talk to you guys. And I know that you were encouraging so many people just with, with your walks and we will all, I'm just encouraging listeners everywhere as they go into this transition, gosh, lay prayer tracks ahead of this for them. And I will be doing that. We'll be praying ahead of what God has for each of you, knowing he's preparing friends. He's preparing relationships. He is preparing future for you, preparing opportunities. And most of all, he's showering and pouring out his love and his presence on and through you. Right. So I'm yep. excited to see what he does. Yeah. And we'll, uh, uh, you know, after you get down and settled and into your school and uh, process, we'll have you back on. Yeah. Uh, and love to say, okay, yeah, what absolutely. happened? Uh, as you, uh, uh, cause you can hear that they're going into it with trust. Uh, and trust is, well, what are they trusting in? God is going to deliver to them the life that they've understood still, mm-hmm. knowing that it's going to be completely different. Uh, and there'll be lots of challenges. Uh, so it'll be fun to have you back and say, this is what happened to us. Right. Uh, going and how into he the, grows into you this too. Next phase. And then we'll find out where Joshua is going to go to college. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's huge. Uh, and by the way, and by the way, uh, you mentioned it, but, uh, you know, Joshua is a pilot of airplanes, you know, so he flies, mm-hmm. he flies airplanes and, uh, getting to be really good at it. And Aiden is just learning, uh, how to, uh, drive an automobile. And when, oh. do, when do you, uh, is it next May when you get your able to drive a car? Yeah. Yeah, next May. Yeah, next May he'll be. Texas dri- drivers are crazy, by the way. I know. Dallas. I'm fun. just yeah. saying. Yeah. Ho- hopefully they won't. They will not become part of it. So, so anyway, we uh, uh, so I love having you guys. We're excited about your next journey. Uh, it'll be fun to see how God brings us together uh, and answer some of the questions we've got of okay, how do we keep our relationship uh, in such a wonderful way? And, and it'll be exciting to see. So. Thanks so much. Thank you. Uh, Thank for you. being part Thanks, of it. Thanks, guys. Kathy, Have a great day. We will, we will see you tomorrow. Sounds good.
Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.